and welcome to our show. My name is Francine Scaboria and I'm the Communications Coordinator at Safe Berks. We are a nonprofit located in Reading and we serve survivors of domestic violence and sexual assault. We also provide education to the community uh, to prevent these crimes and I want to welcome our guests today. Thank you. <laughs> yes, this is Amber Shimonsky and she is a community educator at Safe Berks. And Amber, I want to thank you for coming. Yes, and thank you for having me. Yes, and <laughs> you are part of the Education and Community Outreach Department at yes. Safe Berks. Yep, Great. part of the Education and Outreach Department. Great, and your department is so important because you're out there in the community, you're talking to people, you're trying to educate people so that they, these crimes could be prevented before they happen. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes, yeah, so we, I, I like to say, which is funny, that we will go anywhere that takes us to educate about domestic violence, about right. sexual assault, about our services, but also our goal is really the prevention of those things from happening. Yes. So um, we go anywhere from schools to community groups to businesses to healthcare right. communities, pretty much anywhere and any, everywhere. Right. Um, I would say... Our main focus right now is on schools and okay. specifically middle schools. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, like a sixth, seventh, eighth grade yes. kind of. Usually area? sixth, seventh, eighth. I mean, I'm in a lot of high schools as well. Um, but seventh grade is kind of like a target for right now. We're actually, we have a new department with our education team right now. So, we're working on expanding our curriculum and things that we can offer um, to yeah. schools. So that, right now we're kind of focused on that middle school, but we're definitely making that more broad um, that, for next school that year. That is awesome. And mm -hmm. I happen to have a son who's 12 and in mm -hmm. sixth grade. And what I'm thinking out loud here is that if you're talking to middle school students that might be before they're ever in a really intense yes. romantic relationship, right mm -hmm. before. So yes. You know. Yeah, and that's that's why we strive to do like that middle school, even if yeah. we could start doing elementary school, and we hope to right. start doing elementary Great. school, Great. to not specifically talk about relationships, but to talk about boundaries and, and right. things like that. But yeah. middle school, yes, it's so important to talk about relationships because right. we know that um, people develop their relationship skills early on because really? they're it's from what they see. Um, right. So maybe it's with parents, with... Um, friends, family, whoever, um, they really learn from what they see. So, Right. Do, you, do you, you think that they struggle with relationships to, I when do. you talk to them? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's, it's not that they're realizing, oftentimes it's not that they're realizing that they struggle with relationships, that right. they think sometimes that their relationships are healthy and they actually aren't. It, wow. <laughs> you know, wow. like where something could be mistaken, like something as simple as, oh, they don't want me to hang out with my friends anymore. And it's like, that's cute because they're going to miss me. But really, that's kind of right. a red flag because right. they're kind of trying to have control over what you do and make you feel guilty for doing something you want to do. Ah. So we're finding that they may think it's normal just because that's what everybody is doing, but it's actually not. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, so you <laughs> talk to them about signs of a healthy relationship and signs of an unhealthy relationship? Yes. I would say yeah. pretty much any time we do any of our programming, we have a discussion about healthy relationships. Okay. But um, we have one specific program that we call healthy relationships okay. that has been used in the education department for years and years and years, and it still applies. Um, and it yeah. actually applies for teens, adults, whoever. 
Um, but we specifically in middle schools, it's talking about healthy relationships. What does that mm -hmm. look like? And it really involves them brainstorming with each other. We try to do the least amount of talking and just facilitate discussion. Okay. So they brainstorm of what's important yeah. to them and what's not. Yeah. Um, we actually give them blocks about, we give them, I think it's 10 blocks. They build a pyramid with them. And oh, on each nice. block is a characteristic of a healthy relationship. So oh, we'll great. see things like respect, love, trust, honesty, all of those important healthy relationship things. Um, and they build a pyramid. So they build it according to what they think is most important. And okay. so on the bottom, the four blocks are the things that are most important to them. And they work their way up to the top to the thing that is least important. Um, and usually we have them split into pairs. Right. And then we discuss it afterwards. Like, why did you put popularity towards the top and not towards the bottom? Why did you right. decide that love wasn't important to you? Right. Um, and we kind of end up making the point that no matter how you have this lined up, it's a healthy relationship. What really matters in a healthy relationship is that there needs to be mutual respect and communication. It's not right. one person making all the decisions, not right. one person not feeling comfortable to make decisions. It's really about two people coming together, communicating what they want. Right. And I think that's part of the problem too, that we find that teens don't communicate what they want. It's even right. hard for adults to yeah. communicate what they want. Exactly. So they don't know what they want. And, and so that's why it's important to talk about it. <laughs> and, and are you finding that, I mean, one thing the kids today are growing up with that I didn't have to worry about when I was a teenager mm -hmm. is all the social media. Is that absolutely. kind of a piece of the puzzle? Oh, absolutely. Really? That's, <laughs> I always say to them, I say, just because someone can have access to you 24 seven does not mean that they should. Right. Um, because, right. you know, there's all those things. There's, I mean, Facebook, there's Snapchat, there's texting, there's calling. It's just everywhere. And right. it's, it's their lives right now. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's also, on the flip side, makes it easier for people to control you because they could see what you're doing and who you're talking to and where you're going and all of that. So it definitely plays a huge part. Um, in the discussion. Yeah, so it's part of what they have to have a healthy boundary mm -hmm. is in every part of their life, including their social media life. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, so sometimes yeah. even the discussion will come up about like, oh, well, if it's your boyfriend, you should trust them so you can share your password with them. And it's like, mm, it may not be good <laughs> to share right. your password with anyone because right. that can change in the matter of hours. Like, we don't know, you know. So right. just things like that. that yeah you don't think of right away. But well, that is could great. Be a warning sign. Yeah, that is great. You're yeah. having those discussions. Mm -hmm. And, and oh, you know, I, I saw this, this handout that um, Safe Burks had, this red flags of abuse. And uh, this was really interesting to me because I had never really thought about it and like mm -hmm. read a whole list. And it's some of the things that they say to warn. And I think would these things work for teenagers too and college Absolutely. students? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So red flags pretty much means a warning sign that something in your relationship could be unhealthy or even abusive. So actually part of that healthy relationships um, presentation that I was talking about, we the end of it, how we wrap it up is talking about red flags. Okay. So we have these large black cards and each of them has a different red flag on ah. them. And it ranges from something like calls you 25 to 100 times per day to pushes you up against a wall. So it, it ranges from mental, emotional things to physical things. And what we do with that is we give them the cards. There's about nine or 10 of them. And we have them line up from least severe to most severe. Okay. We don't say anything. We have them discuss amongst each other. Line up for what you think. Right. Most of the time they put the mental and emotional stuff first and then it leads to the physical stuff. Okay. Not that that's not right, 
because the physical stuff is obviously more physically dangerous, but right. the mental and emotional stuff is oftentimes much, much worse for people to get over and to get through. Really? So we talk about, um, we talk about, so yes, you might not think someone showing up where you're at is a big deal and it's not dangerous, but it, it, the bottom line is control. So all of these right. things are about control. So really? all of these things yeah. could potentially be abusive because that's what abuse is about. It's about power and control. Um, and many people don't realize that. They think, oh, it's someone that's angry or stressed out. It's about someone wanting to have control over you and feeling entitled to have that control over you. And it seems like sometimes that effort to control can be seen as kind of a compliment because mm -hmm. it's attention. Absolutely. And, but if the person is saying to someone, I don't want you to see your family anymore, I don't want you to see your other friends, mm -hmm. I don't want you to engage in your hobbies, those are really red flags. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah and that's probably one of the first things that I think happens in um, controlling relationships. It's someone isolating you from your friends and family. And it's not in the way that don't hang out with your family anymore, I won't talk to you. It's yes. in subtle ways Okay. Of like, I'm gonna miss you way too much if you go and hang out with your friends tonight. Can you please stay home with me? So right. it's kind of covered up like it's yeah. a good thing, but yeah. really, and when I talk to the teens about it, I say, well, how much does this person really miss you? Because they could call you later. Right. You can see them at school tomorrow. Right. It's, it, it shouldn't be at that point where they don't allow you or make you feel guilty even for hanging out with other people besides them. Right. It's so, so. <laughs> interesting. It's so interesting because like one of the ones on here says, you know, if the person flatters you constantly mm -hmm. and they seem too good to be true. And I thought that was interesting because in my experience, uh, just watching people in their relationships, sometimes when something seems too good to be true, it's it's not that good, right? Long term, uh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and I think oftentimes stuff like that is part of the problem. People think it's like in the movies, it's it's showed like that, like right. someone that's flattering you constantly is the perfect person. But right. there's also a bad side to that too. So yeah. I. I yeah, definitely. Just to watch out for that, mm -hmm. for the extremes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. I mean, other things like someone who wants to move too quickly in a relationship. Right. Um, they're telling you they love you really soon. They want to move in with you really soon. I mean, that yeah. doesn't apply for teens, but just right. in general. But for college students or young yes. adults. Yeah. Yeah. It's something Someone to watch. kind of having an issue with what you wear, how you do your hair, if you wear makeup or not, if that applies to the person. Um, Jealousy is a huge part of it, too. That's a red yeah. flag always. Um, really? Yeah. And that's another huge discussion we have because all of us has, have felt jealous before. Right. <laughs> and I always tell right. them that. So I know you have felt jealous, maybe in a relationship, maybe just in general, but it's what we do with that jealousy that right. really matters. Are you yes. going to use your jealousy to check up and control your partner? Or are you going to use your jealousy to figure out why you're jealous and talk with your partner about that in a healthy way? Um, yes. And then not be controlling, but hopefully right. you guys can change something that works for both of you. Right. Um, and if not, that yeah. just might mean that that relationship doesn't work. So. Right. Right. This yeah. is great, mm -hmm. and I, I want to uh, let the people that are listening and watching, if you are interested in getting this kind of education from Amber and the other members of the community and education outreach department, contact Safe Burks. We would absolutely. love it. Yes. Right. Just send an email, call, mm -hmm. uh, get in touch with us. Yes, absolutely. And, Even through Facebook, however you want right. to do it. We, um, like I said, we will go anywhere and everywhere, yeah. um, and we are in the process of kind of broadening things to make sure that we have something that applies for every every place we go but 
we That's definitely great. have certain things that we could do right now. So <laughs> Great. And thank you so much for joining us and get in touch with Safe Berks. We'd love to help. Yeah, thank you. For more information about Safe Berks, check out our website at www.safeberks.org.